Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. I am Kelly Fox and we are here talking about Step 5, Accountable, and we are talking about proactive behaviors. I'm excited to get going on this topic because it's such a easy but sometimes challenging thing to do. So let's introduce my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I am doing very well, thank you. It was a beautiful day here in California, 70 degrees. Didn't even have to wear a sweater outside today. (laughs) Yes, it is already warming up here in the Central Valley. Um, And we appreciate the sunshine because not everybody's getting it. (laughs) Um, We are excited to also have a a guest coach on tonight. She is not a stranger to our show or to you. Please welcome Susan Schloss. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing well, thank you. Thanks so much for having me. How are you both doing tonight? We're doing good. So, Susan, uh, let's start with you reminding our audience, just in case this is someone's first night with us, Um, what it is you do and who you support. I am a certified money coach, and I help people have breakthroughs in their relationship with money. So I work primarily with women and couples, and with women I do classes for women and help you transform your relationship with money using the eight money types to identify different parts of you that might be getting in the way of your prosperity. Yeah, and she is excellent at it. I have taken her class, so do check it out. Thank you, Kelly. You're welcome. Thank you. So, um, Susan, what is accountable to you? What does that mean? I loved what I saw both of you write in your Facebook group today. You had a little bit different perspectives, and I appreciate both sides of being accountable to ourselves and then also using other people to help us to do that so we can set up relationships where other people know what our goals are and what our particular issues might be that we're trying to overcome and our plans and our actions. And so it's a combination of really being true to ourselves and then using the support of others to help that happen. Yeah, I love that. And how do you see proactive behaviors play into what you just said? So 
if you have a vision or a goal and you want to achieve that, then there are certain steps that you have to take. And so mm-hmm. those are the proactive behaviors. And that's why whenever there's, you know, we want to have the macro view and then we want to have the micro view and break it down into the actions. And I love I love that proactive behaviors because that word proactive really does ring of acting on our own behalf, you know, and mm-hmm. coming our power around creating what we want to create. Definitely. Terry, how about you? Yeah, I think that uh, when we're thinking about different areas of our life, whether it's our relationship with money, it's our relationship with with people that we care about or with our clients or it's uh, about our our spiritual life, whatever it is that we are experiencing and where our goals and our vision and our passion are in that area, it's really important to have a set of proactive behaviors because sometimes when we're challenged, we fall into the trap of self-destructive behaviors. And I'm sure that in Susan's work with people, finding out about how they push money away or they attract money or they have blocks to prosperity and abundance, that oftentimes people will engage in self-destructive behaviors and not even be aware that, uh, that that's what they're doing and, and maybe not even have an awareness or a willingness to develop a set of proactive behaviors that can assist them when they fall into that pattern of fear and uh, self-destructive behaviors. So I think proactive behaviors are very important in and identifying them and what are, what they are for me may not be what they are for someone else, but knowing that when I'm aware that I'm not in that arena of being proactive, or positivity in my in my area that I'm working on, I have something that I don't have to stop and think about it. I don't have to analyze it. I have a set of proactive behaviors that I can utilize that will help me to stay attached to my goals and my dreams and my passion. So I don't know if I really understood that before I got into fearless living and was able and you know, maybe able to really delineate between self-destructive and proactive behaviors and knowing that when I'm in fear, which shows up in expectations, it shows up in frustration, it shows up in disappointment, I can readily access some behaviors that will counteract that and pull me out of that into an arena where I can move forward and I can engage in behaviors that will help me to um, to be willing to move forward and be positive and accept the opportunities and challenges that come in that area that I'm working on. So I have a set of proactive behaviors that pretty much work no matter what, what uh, how fear is affecting me that I can access quickly and shift, shift my mindset shift my thoughts, my actions, my words, 
to where I'm. I'm, I'm trying to know alignment. what what a couple of those might be, Terry. Oh, you bet, you bet. My first one is to stop and breathe. Uh-huh. And that one works miraculously. It sounds so simple, but it brings you back to the present. And uh, yeah. another one for me, if I can, it depends where I am, is to pause and step out into nature. So just even to go outside for a moment. And that centers me back into my body and back into into the present. Because I think a lot of times what happens is I get stuck in what maybe happened in the past or what could happen in the future. And I'm not in that present moment where I can access my proactive behavior. So breathing is one. Stepping outside is another. Um, if I, and again, it depends on where I am and, and how much I can access. But if I can listen to some music, I have some songs on my phone that if I can just listen to even a few moments of, of a song that, I have, you know, highlighted and I can find it quickly. That really brings me back to the present, calms me, gets me in a state of mind where I'm capable of shifting my mindset uh, into the present. Because I find for me, I I can pretty quickly uh, beat myself up about something that's not going to work because it didn't work before and it might not work now. And then if I can just stop, pause, breathe and say, you know what, I'm in this moment and it 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 could work and move forward. I can relate yeah, to a lot great. of what you're saying. I I have yeah. some I have some I, I haven't called them proactive behaviors, but now I will have that name. That's really helpful. <laughs> That um, yeah, I draw on regularly when I feel when I'm spinning out or starting to stress or get yeah, tired you, while I'm working. Yeah, you know, yeah. taking breaks and doing that self care is so important, and it really is proactive. And sometimes it's counterintuitive because mm-hmm. you think I have to get something done, but. We can actually be, I find that I can be more productive when I take those breaks and take care of myself, do my exercise, meditation, get out in nature. Those things work for me too. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think the willingness to pause, I think that just like you said, it's, it's a bit counterproductive to what we think. We have to be, you know, we have our list, we're checking it off, we're, you know, busy, 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 being productive. And then thinking that, well, now I'm going to stop that and I'm going to pause and I'm going to, you know, maybe go get, uh, hydrate, get some water, uh, step outside for a moment, you know, whatever, whatever we have access to in that particular, you know, a situation. And yet it does so much to uh, hold us accountable to what, what matters the most to us. And that's, our goals and our dreams and being, you know, whom uh, our soul intends for us to be. And so it's, that was so counterproductive to my, my mindset when I first got into fearless living, it was, well, I had a perfectionist uh, addiction and that, you know, doesn't lead to taking breaks and taking care of yourself. And I, once I said, I had just stopped for a minute, just stop. 
and then I was more productive, more open, easier to work with, and and much more vulnerable, and that changed my life. Beautiful. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Kelly, do you want to chime in? <laughs> oh, I'm, um, when I think of accountability, I almost need to, when I think of my proactive behaviors, I think of setting myself up for success. So I almost always need some kind of accountability partner. I just know that if I have someone that I'm, that's depending on me and that I'm depending on and that we're kind of in it together, that I'm more likely to do it. So I have two accountability partners. <laughs> One that I send my acknowledgements and gratitudes every day. And then one that we check in twice a week with each other on our businesses. And I have a health coach. And I am in a yoga member. I have a yoga membership. So I have all these different things that support me in the goals that I've set for myself going forward and the yoga membership and the health coach go with my goal this year of getting more healthy and getting movement. I set up an appointment uh, today to go walking with a friend because I'm more likely going to go walking if I have an appointment to go walking. Right. So there's lots of different things that we can do to support ourselves in being accountable to ourselves or to others. If we know what they are. So these are proactive behaviors for me, and if you know what supports you to stay accountable, then you can set those things up and be proactive uh, to support you to be accountable. That's awesome, Kelly, that you have such a rich network of support. That's really fantastic and that you know that that's what you need. I think having any kind of structure in place, for keeping our goals in mind and keeping on track with where we're going and taking the actions. I also have a team of people I meet with about once a month and we support each other around our businesses and then I check in with somebody once a week and I have a business coach and I have a social justice coach. So those are the things that are really important to me And I'm actually going to be meeting with a creativity coach on Saturday because I'm a musician and I want to get some structures in place on that to really be true to myself around it so that I'm Mm -hmm. putting what I want to be putting out into the world. (laughs) I didn't know you were a musician. Yeah, I play the violin. Oh, how lovely. I'm actually starting to bring that into my work more and do some sound healings with it in my classes. So oh, I'm excited about nice. that. Oh, that's so cool. Nice. And thinking yeah, about that's this. Thank you. I'm thinking about this subject in relation to money specifically and how we can be proactive around financial goals. 
And the one thing that I recommend everybody do is to be engaged in some way. So looking at your money regularly. And I recommend that people do a mindful money practice every day. So you're going online and looking at your bank accounts every day or into your accounting program if you use one so that you're engaged and you know where you where things are, how much you're spending, how much is coming in. And I love doing that because I feel really grounded and I find that my clients mm-hmm. are surprised that they're afraid to look, but when they do, it's very grounding and it's usually better than they expect. So, but in any case, knowing what's real and what is true is always better than being in vagueness or avoidance. So that's mm-hmm. something that I really support people in doing. And then another great thing to put in place is having some automatic savings. You know, whatever amount you can afford to just set that up with your bank accounts and start to put little amounts away for specific things, especially having an emergency fund, and then those those expenses that come up periodically like auto or home costs or health expenses. So you can set up little accounts or track those amounts for each of those categories. And then there's a, a relaxation that comes from knowing there's money there so you don't have to use credit cards when those things come up. Mhm. Mhm. You're making me feel good. Those are two those are two things that I do all the time. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and, and I didn't used to have a have a good relationship with money, but I check my my accounts every single day and I monitor everything that comes in and goes out and I have automatic savings. So that makes me feel good. Hear, to hear a financial coach give me some some tips that I'm I'm doing, huh, I'm going to acknowledge mm-hmm. myself tonight. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I have some. I have automatic savings. Uh, I just dip into it on a regular basis, but <laughs> um, it does originally go into the savings account, and if we don't need it, it stays there. So uh, I do have that set up, um, and. Uh, when I was taking Susan's class, it became very, uh, well, I learned a lot about myself and uh, uh, my relationship with money. Um, but one of the things that I was able to put in place, because I can be a little impulsive, was to um, pause before I actually bought it. <laughs> And really think, do I really want this? Do I need it? (laughs) No? Okay. (laughs) Get off that site now. (laughs) Yeah, and does it where does it fit in with all of my other priorities? Mm -hmm. As far as how much actual cash is available. So those are those are three things to look at when you're looking at spending. And yeah, Kelly, I saw you make some great progress on that front, having your having your Amazon um, checkout box just sit there for a couple of days. Yep, it's a good Definitely. practice. Well, that is definitely a proactive behavior. 
Right. I'd say those are proactive behaviors to hold yourself accountable financially. I mean, uh, I think emotionally there's, we've talked about the emotional proactive behaviors and there are certainly financial, spiritual, you know, relationship um, proactive behaviors that can help hold us accountable. Yeah, for sure. And I think that, I think that each time we set these things up for ourselves, it's definitely empowering to to have them to access. And I think it's really important to figure these proactive behaviors out before you're put in that situation <laughs> where you're mm. uh, emotional and you need to decide, <laughs> right? So mm. it's good to have them... Uh, kind of in your back pocket, ready to pull out at any time that you may need them. Or when you're setting, you know, setting this up for yourself, uh, like for me, having a commitment to move more, um, you know, how can I support myself in doing that? And what are proactive behaviors that I can do now before it's 9.30 and it's time for me to go for a walk. How can I support myself in making that happen more than not? So proactive behaviors are definitely uh, a tool that you can use to support yourself in uh, getting anything done. One thing I'm hearing as you're both talking is that one of the functions of having these proactive behaviors in place is to create new neural pathways so mm-hmm. that when you do go into fight or flight, those pathways are there and you're already used to it and you can easily you know, slide into a pattern, a positive pattern that you've created or more easily than you would be able to if you hadn't already been doing it. So that's really mm-hmm. powerful. Yeah. It's kind of like, you yeah. know, you hear the stories of athletes that that in their mind, they, you know, they hit the ball in golf or they bat baskets or whatever the sport is, that they do it in their mind so many times that it becomes, it becomes natural. I think it's sort of the same concept. Yeah, for sure. Athleticism yeah. is always an analogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like practicing yeah. an instrument. <laughs> yes, absolutely, yes. absolutely. So we are almost out of time, ladies, and I do want to give Susan you an opportunity to share um, anything that you have coming up that our listeners could take advantage of. Thank you so much. I have a workshop coming up in March. If you'd like to know about my events, you can either go to moneywisdomcoach.com and join my newsletter, or you can take the Money Type quiz if you'd like to go a little deeper into this work and have a complimentary consultation you can go to moneywisdomcoach.com. I think that'll also be on Terry and Kelly's uh, Facebook page, Facebook group. And when you take the quiz, I'm happy to get together with you and go over it and 
help you get some tips on what can help you with some patterns that you'd like to shift. Yeah, I greatly encourage you to take that quiz and take Susan up on learning more about yourself when it comes to money. Uh, definitely an eye-opener. Thank you, Kelly. Yes, and Susan, do make sure that you um, your website is posted in the group and on the page so that people can easily find you. I will do that. Great. So with the last few minutes that we have, Susan, what would be the number one thing you would want our listeners to take away with them tonight? The word that comes to me is self-love and self-worth, those two ideas, and to create some proactive behaviors that, now that I have another new terminology here, proactive behaviors, (laughs) support your self-love and self-worth and to bring it into action so that you can live the life that you're envisioning and so that you can truly prosper in all areas of your life. It does take a lot of self-love to do that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Thank you. Terry? Well, and I would have to agree uh, with Susan that the actually the uh, heart of accountability is is self-love, self-acceptance, filling your cup and until it overflows and I think um, reaching out for help, being vulnerable and and asking for help from others, you know, hiring a coach, uh, being an accountability partner, uh, supporting others by that reciprocity of accountability with each other. And so I think those are really important proactive behaviors and that's reaching out and being vulnerable and asking for help and helping others. Absolutely. I agree. Reach out, set yourself up for success with staying accountable to yourself, to your goals, to your dreams, to your aspirations, whatever it is that you're wanting to achieve going forward this year. Help yourself make it happen. Um, And however you can do that by getting a coach. Terry and I both have, we also have a business coach or maybe it's um, an accountability partner or, um, you know, it's writing it down in your calendar and scheduling that time, whatever it might be, uh, definitely take the steps to do that and you'll more likely be able to stay accountable to yourself and committed to what you're wanting to accomplish this year. So we thank you, Susan, and our listeners for being here with us tonight. We're Uh, Always excited and love sharing the 12 Steps to Freedom with you. And uh, this is our last night for Accountable Step 5. And next Monday, we will be back doing Step 6, which is Present Moment. And I am excited to get into the present moment and share Step 6 with you. And Susan will be back next month as well. And she'll be talking about stop avoiding, which is funny because that came up tonight as well. 
Um, we want to remind you all that the 12 Steps of Freedom, of freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the founder and CEO of the Fearless Living Institute. And if you would like to know more about the Fearless Living Institute, please go check them out at fearlessliving.org. There's all kinds of information there that you can learn about living fearlessly and Rhonda Britton herself. And she just created a new uh, community called Fearless You, which you can get involved with. We um, Also, you can get a hold of Terry and I at fearlessgenerations.org or at, um, on Facebook at Fearless Generations. Um, or in our group, Get Fearless at Any Age with Fearless Generations, which is a little long, but you can just go to um, Facebook slash group slash Fearless Generations, and you can find us a little bit here. Uh, We also have a workshop on Wednesday. It is our free one-hour workshop, and it is a sneak peek into the Fearless Life Workshop. We're going to be talking about expectations and silent contracts, one of those symptoms of expectations that gets us in a little bit of trouble, leaves us feeling uh, frustrated, disappointed, discouraged, and all those other feelings that we don't like. So come on over to the Facebook page and register for that. We already have a good size group coming, so it should be a fun night. And that is Wednesday, February 24th from 5.30 to 6.30 Pacific time. So definitely check that out. And until next week, everyone, be fearless. Be fearless. Thank you, Susan. Thank you both so much. <laughs>